Hi, this is the Pilgrim Family Podcast. I'm Eva, my little brother's Theo, and my mom and dad are Sean and Angela. Hey friends, it has been a while. We took a little break, we weren't planning on it, but we went to Mexico, did stem cells for Theo, and have just been kind of getting back to and like, I get, what am I looking for? Kind of a new normal, right? Sean? Yeah, trying to figure out our new rhythm, our new habits, our new um, everyday behaviors, trying to help Theo the best we can. And today was a big day. We have a big announcement, but we'll hold off for that just a second. Um, one thing I just wanted you guys to remind you of, we do have our Pure Living Greens, which has been really helpful for gut health and in introducing some healthy gut microbiota um, uh, microorganisms into your gut. Uh, we give it to greens. Theo every single morning, and we have for a few years now. And you've, uh, probably like what two years two full years because so, we started before fmt just go to pure living green or sorry pure living family.com and it's the pure living greens that we sell there we do have some in stock um so go ahead and order your own we have theo right now you can probably hear him in the background sorry um he is in the shower he loves taking showers and this is we just had like a quick 20, 25 minutes in of our evening that we wanted to pop in and just give an update. So post stem cells, we are just living this high right now. Um, Theo's not in a flare. He's been doing really well ever since we got home from Mexico. If you want to check out, I did a little Instagram live um, about... I don't know, maybe it was like three weeks ago now. When Theo got home, we were hearing, we're still hearing a lot of different sounds that he wasn't making before. And within the first week, his therapist and Sean heard him say a few words, um, which was mom and dad and no. Dad and no. Unfortunately, since that day, we have not heard those words again. But he, I mean, it's just amazing that they even were there. Um, and because he's been doing so well, like hasn't been in a flare. You guys also, we have to note, he is eating everything. Like everything. Yesterday I took Eva in for a little checkup to our pediatrician who's local here. Um, just our mainstream pediatrician, I would call him. He's awesome and super respectful of our views. I'm a huge advocate for pushing to find a doctor that works for you. But anyway, I went and he was asking about Theo because Theo wasn't there. And I was like, you will not believe it, but post stem cells, he is eating like crazy. And Eva chimed in. She's like, yeah, guess what? He even eats more than me which is so true. It's crazy. Like we put anything in front of him and he will eat it. Like what's some weird foods he's been eating lately? Well, tonight I fed him a pesto chicken sandwich. He ate half of one from Zupa's. Um, 
We've been giving him bananas that he's been eating. Yeah, he used to hate bananas. The other thing is that he's self-serving. So he's going and eating like salami will leave on the counter and he'll just go feed himself, which is amazing. Oh, tell him about the time that you warmed up the um, hot dog for him. and We give him like paleo dogs, so like organic, free of the crap, um, hot dog type things. And this was kind of cool. So I slice it up and then put it on our little grill on our um, oven range. And he, I left the room for a minute. He's really good about staying away from things that are hot. So I don't have to have that worry. But I left the room. I had already little flipped the little slices. So I was cooking the other side. And I came back in. And he was like, he had been sish- patiently sitting there. It takes like seven minutes to heat it up. He like was sitting there the entire time being so patient waiting. And when I got back in to the room, he had turned off the gas stove and was just waiting for me. Like, mom, I did the next step for you. And he was like so proud of himself too. It was, he's never done anything like that. Last night he had what cauliflower rice with pork and chicken and. Yeah. And almonds, sliced almonds. (laughs) Like he's, he's had like peppers and um, all sorts of ginger rice. He used to hate rice. He's been eating rice, not just cauliflower rice, but he's been eating basically anything we put in front of him. It's been really, really cool. It's not always easy. He's not like always begging for like or self-serving like he does with his salami. But at least he'll eat it. Because before, when you would put food in front of him, he wouldn't even open his mouth at all. He wouldn't even attempt to, to, to try it. And now he's eating everything we put in front of him, even if it's just a little bite. And then he'll take bigger bites once he kind of explores it and tests it out. Yeah. So that's been like a huge, huge win. And I also, like I feel very strongly that the reason why he's doing this post stem cells is because he had a good foundation with good gut health by using the greens that we do every single day. And, um, also just the good foundation that we were able to get him at with FMT. Um, so I think now that his body isn't inflamed with, you know, being in a flare, he's just, He's able to listen to his body and eat what he wants to eat instead of having, you know, when he's inflamed, it's just like constant pain and constant, like he just wants to go for the crap foods, you know? But even his appetite when he's in his flare, he doesn't eat that much. He kind of starves himself, barely getting by. He'll live off of his protein shake and doesn't really eat. Yeah, we have to like syringe him all the nutrients possible. But like right now, the only thing we syringe to him are his greens. And he, it seems like his appetite is like never ending too. Like he's always asking us um, on his communication device or just taking us to the fridge or the pantry. And the things he's choosing are not like things like if he was in a flare or in like a yeast flare, even it's not like carb foods. It's actually like real foods. Like he'll ask for apples or oranges or bananas. Like he's been asking for real foods, avocados. He'll even ask for. That's one thing we've tried really hard with over the last five weeks 
because um, there's a lot of omega. Um, just healthy fats in avocados. Yeah, so, which is great for brain health. Uh, but it's been about five weeks, five and a half weeks since we did the stem cell procedure in Mexico. Oh, tell them also. Sorry, guys. We're just so I'm so excited to just fill you in on how he's doing post stem cells. He tell him about how when he went up to Snowbird. Oh, so I had my work had a, and this was the same day that he, the the therapist said that he said, mom, because what had happened, the storyline behind that, he was in the hallway. We have a bunch of pictures in our hall up and um, he walked by a picture with him and Angela and Alexis, his therapist said, hey, Theo, is that mom? And he copied and said, mom. Um, and then... I came upstairs later that day. He said, dad, as soon as I walked up the stairs and came and gave me a, a hug. And then I, I went to the sink to get myself a drink and I was pouring some water. And I said, do you want some water? And he said, no, all of these were the dad and no, I heard and were really clear. And then we went up to Snowbird. My work had a, an event for our sales organization. Kind of a thank you for our team doing so well. And they had a bunch of summer activities. And one of the things that they had was a climbing wall. Now, we've gone to Momentum Climbing before in Sandy where Field loved climbing, but he wouldn't wear the harness. He hated the sensation, sensory overload, whatever. And he'd throw a fit because he'd want to climb these huge, massive walls, but he wasn't going to allow us to put the harness on him for his safety. So we ended up leaving after a little bit because he just had his meltdowns. This time, he allowed us to put on the harness, no fits, no issues. He climbed for about 10 minutes, came down, we took the harness off, we left, and then he drug me back to that same climbing wall. So we were watching Eva doing the trampolines and flips, and he drug me back to the climbing wall and did it a second time and did the harness again, no complaints, and he just kind of chilled on the wall, like halfway up the wall. And um, let the harness basically secure him. So that was a huge thing that we noticed. That was probably what, three weeks ago. So about half the time since we've been back, but today the big announcement, well, 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 no, you can't, you can't just go there yet. Okay. So we've been potty training has been on our radar for, a, I would say a good 18 months now. Um, and we just have never followed through on it. We've worked with his BCBA. She's done a lot of research and has also worked with a lot of clients who um, are transitioning to toilet training. And it's been on our radar. We finally decided like, okay, now is the best time to do it. Which if you have ever potty trained a child, you know that it's bloody hard. Like any child, it's really hard. Toilet training a child who is nonverbal adds another really, really difficult um, element. And then training a child who <laughs> he is what's called a dribbler. So he, he pees whenever he gets the urge to pee. He doesn't know how to hold it. So he pees anywhere from four to six minutes. He just pees every four to six minutes. And it's just a little bit. 
And we like, but he empties his bladder every four to six minutes. So super hard, right? So they've collected all this data. We've done all this research. And so we decided to like dive into it. He is going to the bathroom right now. We started out every 20 minutes and then it was down to 15 minutes. And now they're taking him every 10 minutes. And he's been such a freaking trooper. He will sit on the toilet for, um, they'll have him sit for 10 minutes. Um, unless he goes earlier than that and then he'll get down and they'll go play for 10 minutes and then he'll come back. So most of the time he from in the mornings in therapy from eight to noon is spent on the toilet and he's been like, we thought that he was going to lose his mind, but he's been so patient and we make it fun for him and his therapists are amazing. Now, when we trans, when he goes to school in the afternoons, they're taking him every 30 minutes and then I won't dive into what everything that we're doing, but it's been rough. And let me tell you, we have 12. We have how many pairs of underwear do we have, Sean? 10, 12. We have 22 pairs of underwear. And there are some mornings where he has gone through all 22 pairs of underwear by the time it's like one o'clock. So it's rough. It's been real rough. However, today, what happened, husband? Well, I didn't even know. I was downstairs working. I worked from home in my office. But apparently, Theo pooped on the toilet. But the way I found out was Angela posted it on her story. So I came running upstairs and... Posted on my Instagram story because his therapist texted us and she said... Hold on, let me read it to you. Um... She said, where is it? Okay. She said, we just had our first poop success on the toilet. Go, Theo. It was a good amount, too. And then I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is so amazing because he has not ever pooped on the potty. He's had a lot, a lot of pee successes, but not poop. So we were so excited. And then she also went on to say this was at 1230. So he'd gotten on the bus by then. He had nine successful peas and one poop and then only went through five underwear three of them were just a teeny bit and then two of them were more than that but huge win in our house today so excited about how it's going I mean it's really hard like we're on week three yeah we're on week three of potty training it's rough oh what were you gonna say Thank goodness for the therapist because there's no way we'd be able there, to do any of this without them. Yeah, no way. And we don't take him to the toilet every 10 minutes. Like in the evenings, um, you know, we're running around taking Eva to dance. We have other, we have a lot going on. Um, so it's impossible for us to take him that often. But it's been crazy around here. Also, I started this 75 hard challenge. Sean's rolling his eyes at me. But they, you've been supportive. Don't like knock it. No, I'm not knocking it. It's a great goal to have. I don't know why you'd start just before snow falls here in 20 it's days. It's going to get cold and you have to do one. If you are if you haven't heard of 75 Hard, it's this Andy Frisella created this 75 Hard Challenge to create like this. It's more of like a mental, become mentally strong type of challenge. So there's five things to it. Every single day you have to drink a gallon of water. You have to work out two times a day. They can't be back to back. 
They both have to be 45 minutes, and one of the workouts has to be outside. No alcohol, no treats. You have to follow a diet. So I decided to do just um, a paleo diet, I guess. Uh, So no gluten. No, I'm doing dairy, though. Is paleo dairy? No, paleo is not dairy. So I just decided to do no gluten just to help my inflammation. And then you have to read 10 pages a day. Physically read a book. Literally read a book. Did I use the word literal, right? Sean gets so annoyed with me and Eva for saying literally too often. It's overused. He gets annoyed. Um, And then what's the last? Oh, you have to take a selfie every single day. So anyway, 75 days. You, if you miss one thing, you have to start back over at day one. I'm on day 16. It's been rough, but I'm like this far in. I just can't quit. It's been hard to like prioritize my day and fit everything in, but it's a good challenge. And I feel like it's a good time to work on filling my cup back up after Theo being in a flare for so long. I feel like we just kind of get depleted. Like, mentally emotionally physically financially like everything is just drained during a flare and so using this time while we're flare free and doing so well to like focus on our self-care is really important yeah and i'm just taking it easy (laughs) that's okay he needed a break um i had a ton of stress and anxiety i took a break from school don't even know if i'm gonna go back um, I've, I have dove back into reading two books a month. That was that's one thing that I I've learned over the last three plus years is I really love learning, but I love learning content that interests me, not forced into learning content that fits a specific criteria, but like being called to material that interests me because then I drive through books a lot better. So I. Uh, I have some catching up to do. I've read 18 books so far. I'm almost done with two others. So I'll be 20 books for the year here soon. My goal is 24 books. Um, But I'm back on that train, which has been fun. And And your collarbone is healed. Um, And so he's back to playing outdoor once a week, indoor once a week. Outdoor just ended because the weather's changing. Indoors now. I don't know if I'm going to take on another day. I need to get back to uh, being more fit. For a while there, I was doing the bike. I was going to the gym um, for like 40 minutes, 45 minutes every day, even just jumping on you a bike or You go walks elliptical. every day. Like you stay active, but... I've done oh, yoga twice this week, but... We need to tell them. This is also exciting. So we, because Theo's doing so well... We heard about an adaptive rock climbing class. I, yeah, it's put on by local rec center. And tomorrow is Theo's first class. I totally forgot about that. Tomorrow at 5 p.m. we're taking Theo. So I'll have to tell you how that goes. Yeah, but we're, like, he's never participated in, like, I mean, when he was little, we did, like, music therapy in a group session, things like that. He did that one soccer activity, but he didn't really do anything. What soccer activity? They had the – at United Soccer Center, there was a little Mm. soccer camp. 
Oh, yeah. He did that for, he didn't, I mean, he was present. He didn't really follow any directions. He yeah. kind of wandered around with bubbles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wandered around with bubbles. Um, I'm really excited about it, though. We have another family. Oh, you guys met Lara. You listened. She was our, on our last, last podcast talking about um, where our kids go to school. Kingston is also going to be in it. So we're excited. And I think tomorrow the whole family will go. Don't you think? Their whole family? Or no, our whole, our whole family. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to support him. I feel like Theo's taken around, or he's like drug around a lot of different things for Eva. So I think it's time for her to go and support him for something. Yeah. Um, that's basically what's been happening since stem cells. We are trying to coordinate a time to get Josh, the clinic director from dream body back on the podcast, because there's been a lot of questions, um, about just follow-up questions. So we want to have him back on and discuss those to answer all of your questions. So if you are listening and haven't emailed us or messaged me on Instagram, about your question, please do that. And we would be happy to try to address it in our podcast that we do with him. Um, hopefully next week's podcast will be Britton from the autism dietitian. Um, she has her own podcast and Instagram. If you don't already follow her, go follow her now. It's the autism dietitian. She is amazing. Huge. Like she just knows so much. If you have a child who's a picky eater or who has major food aversions, um, she's amazing. Um, also, if you just, I mean, our kids with autism or other special needs, just we know that they have a lot of other issues that are affecting their body. So she's an amazing resource to use and an amazing follow. Anything else we want to cover? Uh, not that I can think of. Okay. All right. Stay tuned. We, I mean, we're not going to commit to always having having a podcast every week um, because, you know, life is crazy. And we try for we, every other week. We try for sure. Hopefully every other week. But um, just stay with us. Uh, subscribe. Leave a review. It's super helpful. Thanks, guys. Hi, this is the Pure Being Family Podcast. I'm Eva, my little brother's Theo, and my mom and dad are Sean and Angela.